God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. it's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Because it is given unto you. Read on to know the mysteries of the Bible. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Uh, read verse 41 with please. Yes, sir. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. And that spirit is the spirit of God Almighty, the spirit of God the Father, um, taught Christ and gave him that wisdom from the womb. Read on. Filled with wisdom. Yeah, that wisdom, again, is the wisdom of God the Father. Nobody taught Jesus Christ. And as we read on, as you're going to start seeing, you can see that when Christ was among what they call doctors and, and these uh, priests and Israelites that have went to uh, uh, um, schools to be trained to be priests, that they couldn't deal with Christ because Christ had that wisdom of God the Father from the womb because Christ is the word manifested in the flesh. So filled with wisdom, that's the wisdom of God the Father. Read on. And the grace of God was upon him. And the grace of God was upon him. So that's letting you know that everybody knew that God was with this child. Like I mentioned earlier, when they seen Christ, they said, they said, God is with this child. They knew there was something special about him as he was growing up. Read on. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. Now this is key. Verse 41, um, St. James is key because it's identifying a certain time period of the year. Okay. okay. And we're talking about the parents of Jesus Christ, which was Mary and Joseph. Now it says this, verse 41, one more time, please. So everybody pay attention to this verse. Verse 40 starts talking about Jesus Christ as he grew up. And he waxed strong with the spirit of God and the wisdom of God the Father was in him. And the grace of God was upon him because everybody knew that this was a special child and that God was with this child. Now it starts going on to a key point right here. Verse 41. Read it one more time for me, please. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. So now it's identifying a time period of the year, which is the Passover, the feast of the Passover. The feast of the Passover represents what... When um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when he was in the heavens, um, through the spirit of Moses um, and the working of Moses, allowed the children of Israel to be delivered out of the hands of the Egyptians. Um, all the way back to Egypt, when Egypt was, excuse me, when the Israelites was in captivity under the Egyptians, um, St. James. And Moses, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, used Moses as the leader at that time, and he did a great wonder signs and and he demolished the greatest empire that existed during that time and he came and passed over the children of Israel and everybody that had the the blood posted up on the door representing the lamb which was would have been representing Jesus Christ uh, that the angel of death came and passed over the children of Israel and actually destroyed the Egyptian and killed the firstborn so that commemorates that deliverance that God did with the children of Israel. So every year, they would commemorate that high holy day, which is known as Passover. Is there anything you want to say on that, St. James? No, sir. I think you really said that very well. And like you said, we're already short. So, yes, sir. Verse 41, one more time, please. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. So every year, by the commandment of God, the children of Israel, they so tend to feast of the Passover. And that feast of the Passover falls at a certain time period. So again, this is giving us time. And as they know that the parents went up every year with Christ at the feast of the Passover. So it was a custom for the Israelites to go up to Jerusalem every year to celebrate the Passover. Read on. And when he was 12 Stop. years. Stop right there. And what? And when. And when. Again, it's letting us know something. And when. Read on. He was 12 years old. So now this is this is signifying a, a, a special period in the life of an Israelite. He's told about 12 years old. But there's something special that's telling us right here. It's giving us something right here, uh, St. James. That, uh, again, if you're not in the truth and it hasn't been revealed to you, you're not going to see it. You're going to read right over it. Read verse 42 again, and everybody pay attention to this, because this is going to let us know when Christ was born. 
Read verse 42 one more time. And when he was 12 years old. And when he was 12 years old. Right there, that's telling you that Jesus Christ was born during the season of the Passover, during the time period of the Passover. That word when, St. James, is very important. You look okay. up the word when. The word when means at that time. It also means as soon as. At that time. As soon as. So, St. James, if we were to read that that way and replace when with as soon as or replace when with at that time because they're synonymous, how would it read? Read it for me again. And? And as soon as. You see that? <laughs> as soon as. Read the other one, meaning at that time. And, and at the time he was 12 years old. You see that? See how important the definition of that word when? Mm -hmm. Right then yep. and there, telling you, as soon as Christ was 12 years old, at that time, read on. They went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. You see that? So it's letting you know that Jesus Christ turned 12 during the time of the feast of the Passover. It said, as soon as, when means as soon as, at mm. that time, when Christ turned 12, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. Right there in the scriptures, in the book of, book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 42, it is telling you the time period of Jesus Christ's birth. And Mr. Powers, we we do know, or there's a clear indication as to when we know when that feast is, right? Because the Passover is celebrated, that's on a yearly basis, right? Absolutely. So again, ah, okay. Passover okay. is something that comes around every year, and it comes around a certain time period. Okay? And the scriptures are telling you that when Christ is 12 years old, Again, as it was taught beautifully by the Holy Ghost and Comforter. Um, uh, one of the DVDs is... Um, uh, There's so many. There's so many. There's so many. Um, wow. I think uh, the voice of the seventh uh, archangel, the Holy Ghost and Comforter, also taught on uh, the birth of Christ in the book of Luke, the second chapter, in the 40th verse, onto the 42nd verse. Um, Definitely so a married... Mary, the mother of God, and that's another real good one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and as the Holy Ghost has taught us that Christ, Christ is born around the time of Passover. So his birthday is always around the time of Passover because it falls around the days of Passover. Okay, that's when he was initially born. He was born was during what's known as the season of the season of the Passover, if that makes sense. Um, everyone should be familiar with it because they are familiar with the Christmas season and that season starts at a particular time and it ends at a particular time. Exactly. So now right. what we have to find out is what time of the year does Passover fall on? Mm. So and let us know. Go ahead, St. James. Come on, bring it. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Bob, because that is, you know, we're talking about the Passover now. The Passover is a high holy day you can find in the Bible, right? Yes, it is. And And there's a commandment according to the word of God as to exactly when that has to happen, right? Exactly, yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Look at that. So when, when is Christ's birthday? His birthday is always on the Passover. So now what we need to do is we need to find out according to the word of God, when does the Passover actually fall on? It's okay. just scriptures that tell us when the Passover falls on. And that's going to let us know the time period of Christ's birthday. Is that time period going to be in the fall, like they say? Or is that time period going to be December the 25th, like they teach in the world? Or is it going to fall on another time period? Let's go to the book of Exodus chapter 12. And let's find out. Yes, sir. Because Exodus again, chapter 12. If, if you are following December the 25th, um, you're, going to start to, you're going to start to realize that that day um, was actually being followed and worship before Christ's actual birth. We're talking thousands of years, uh, St. James. It wasn't called Christmas 
It was called something else, but it was still being observed and it was still being followed. And a lot of those traditions that's being done today was being done before Christ's birthday. How about that? That's great. I got a question real quick, Mr. Powers. Sure. Just because, you know, some people may not have heard of some of our, our earlier episodes. You know, this may be their, their first introduction to Mysteries of the Bible. So why why we go from, like we went in Luke and Colossians and we talking about the birth and we, we're saying it's, it's the springtime. Now, why are we going to Exodus now? Like, what's the purpose in, in going back? Why can't we just stay right there and read it? Because the scriptures tell you that um, in order for you to understand the word of God, God puts certain information in certain places. Hmm. Um like there's a scripture that speaks about in um, Isaiah, the 29th chapter, uh, okay. verses, verses 8, 9, and 10. It says, here little and there little. That's how you're going to get the understanding of the word of God. The scripture wow. says, who is God going to teach knowledge? And who is God going to make to understand wisdom? So just them that are weaned. Well, I'm not, you know, I don't want to quote it. But yes, again, Isaiah, the 29th chapter tells you that um, here little and there little. That information God put amongst different prophets. And when you put that information together, because God is the one that has to give you that key, St. James, to be able to mm. put those mysteries together to get that understanding. The Word of God tells you in, the, in Luke, the 24th chapter, that Christ is the one that does what? He's the one that opens up your understanding. Okay. So he has to open up your understanding to be able to show you where the information is at. So if something is not clear, in one scripture, God has another scripture to make it even more clear. That's why it says precept upon precept. Okay. All right. So here a little, there a little. I got it. So that's why. Okay. So now I think I understand most. That's why it says the, it mentioned Passover and the feast. So we're not, we, we can't guess about what that is. We actually have to go back in the Bible in the very same book we're talking about and go ahead and find out when that actually is according to the word of God. That's when, amazing. What time of the year does the Passover fall on? Mm, okay. Yes, sir. All right. I got, I'm right here. I got it. That's this well. Right. So again, we were talking about the deliverance of the children of Israel from the hands of the Egyptians um, in the beginning of Israel becoming a nation. And we're going to read about that time period right now. Exodus yes, 12, chapter 1, verse 2. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, Okay, and the Lord spake, and the Lord spake unto Moses. I'm sorry, St. James. The Lord is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which is something that also is not taught in the world. Um, Jesus Christ is the God of the Bible, which we're going to say for another time, for another class. But it has to be mentioned when you read Lord um, in Exodus 12, chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 1. That's referring to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and the Lord spake unto Moses. And unto Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, Read on. This month, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. So now he's talking to them about a particular month. And he's letting them know, because again, uh, Moses was the leader of the nation of Israel at that time, and Aaron was considered the high priest and also like a prophet to Moses. Um, so it says that um, this month, shall be unto you the beginning of months. Read on. It shall be the first month of the year to you. So this month is going to be the first year of the month to you. Um, so this is actually telling us, it's going to let us know that the beginning of months is the first month. I'm sorry. At the beginning of months, that's the first month to us. And it's going to let us know that the Passover is actually the beginning of months. Um, when you when you look at the beginning of the year, what's considered the beginning of the year in the world, what what month is that, uh, St. James? As that's January, right? Right. As January. Um, December is according to uh, the Roman calendar, uh, which is um, the Gregorian calendar. Um, December is the last month of the year, and January is the first week of the year. Um, mm -hmm. The calendar that we're currently in right now is what's known as the Gregorian calendar, which is an adjustment of the Julian calendar. Um, but the Israelites have what's known as their calendar, the Hebrew calendar, um, and we follow that. The Gregorian calendar is followed after uh, the sun. It's a solar calendar. Um, the children of Israel has what's known as a lunar calendar. So this particular month is going to be the beginning of months and the first month of the year to the children of Israel. 
So the question is, what month is the beginning of months? So it's very important. Yeah, I think that's a real. I think that's a very important question. So, so basically, what you're saying is, is that that there are two different time periods, right? There's a time period that we currently um, recognize and we follow uh, based on who captured and who was ruling the world, the Roman, the Roman Empire, and right. there was a different time period or different time period according to the Word of God. That is correct. Or how that's they measured times, I should say, how they measured time. Right. The time period that we're in right now, which is 12 months, 365 days, um, beginning January, ending December, is um, part of, like you mentioned, the Roman. The Roman, uh, when they dominate the whole world, so it, it is the Julian calendar, and then it became the Gregorian calendar. Um, the nation of Israel, the Israelites, the children of God, um, they have their own calendar. They have their own beginning of the year. They have their own month that begins the year, and that they have their own month that ends the year, which is not the same as the Gregorian calendar. Um, our calendar is lunar. Theirs is solar. Okay, and this is the calendar in the in the Bible, which so was the beginning of months. That's, that's speaking about uh, the that's not speaking about the the Roman type calendar, then, right? No, that's speaking okay. about the Hebrew calendar. This is why this is very important because again, okay. for the, for the audience that's listening, um, Daniel seven twenty five clearly tells you that um. Um, they would they would think to um, change times and seasons and, and do these things. Wow. Okay. Mm. All the physical part of that that narrative, right? Right. Well, let me say that correctly. It says they would think to uh, uh, think to change times and laws, and right, part of that was changing um, the calendar as they did uh, when they ruled. So, yes. Sir. Um, Let's read Exodus chapter 12, verse 2 again, please. Yes, sir. This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. So now the question is, what month shall be, shall be the beginning of months to the children of Israel? And um, let's go to the book of Exodus chapter 13, verses 3 and 4. I'm going to show you that. Why is this important? Because this is the same time period that we're talking about that Passover falls in. And we're going to um, show you that, what time period that is and how that time period relates to the time period we're in. So we're going to show you um, the time period of that time and how that falls within the calendar we're currently following right now, St. James. Mm. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Exodus chapter 13. Yep. Let's read it. Uh, verses 3 and 4. And Moses said unto the people, remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out okay. of the house. Out of the house of bondage. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. For by the strength of the hand of the, excuse me, for by strength, wow, I actually have my glasses okay. on. Can you believe that? Can you believe I actually <laughs> have my glasses on? No worries. Um, Let's read it from the top. Let's read it from the top. Yes, sir. And Moses said unto the people. Now, Moses said unto the, Moses said unto the people, St. James, remember, um, these are instructions that he got from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Moses said unto the people, come on. Remember this day. Remember this day. Very important to remember this day. There's a significant event that took place during this day. Read on. In which he came out from Egypt. Remember that deliverance that God did through the hand of Moses, that those ten plagues that he did um, to deliver the children of Israel um, from the hands of the Egyptians. And then when they was finally released, um, um, they left in haste. This is why it's also known as um, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, because they didn't have time to put leaven in their bread. So they had to leave in haste. But this is also the time period that we spoke about that's known as the Passover, where that angel came and passed over the children of Israel and killed the Egyptians. So let's read that part again. Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Right. The house of bondage means they was in captivity. They was enslaved under the hands of the Egyptians, the Egyptians being the greatest empire during that time. Come on. For by strength of hand, the Lord brought ye out from this place. So who did that? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on. There shall no leavened bread be eaten. There shall no what? Leavened bread be eaten. There shall no leavened bread be eaten. Again, like I mentioned, there's no leavened bread to be eaten because that commemorates the event of when the Israelites had to leave in haste and they didn't have time to put leaven in their bread. 
So they had to leave Egypt in haste. So this is what's known as the Passover. Okay, read verse 4 for me, please. This day came ye out in the month of Bib. Very important. Read that again. This day came ye out in the month of Bib. Read it one more time, please. This day came ye out in the month of Bib. Yeah, the month of Bib. So now the month of Bib, which is the day that they came out, the day that they're supposed to commemorate during that time period. What is when is the month of Abib? The month of Abib falls in our late March and early April. Sometimes. Wow. Is, wow. So what what else happens during late March and early April, Mr. Powers? Springtime. That's a season. Oh. <laughs> it's the spring season when everything that has life is brought forth. Coming from um what they call the dead of winter, when a lot of a lot of leaves fall, different things of that nature. So everything comes springs forth. Trees, and, the grass. Yes, yeah, sir. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm sorry. So, so do, do I mean that wouldn't be any coincidence then that the definition of a bib is spring or something, right? Right, spring forth. Mm, okay. Look at that. So that. So now the day that they came out, are they supposed to commemorate? Um, where Moses told the children of Israel, "Remember this day in which you came out of Egypt." That is the month of a bib. So now, let's connect. When the month of the bib is, we said it's late March and early April. What did God tell the children of Israel to do in the month of the bib? Let's go to Deuteronomy 16, verse 1. We're almost done here. Yes, sir. Deuteronomy, the 16th chapter. And the first verse. Yes, sir. I got it. Read it, please. Observe the month of a bib. Observe the month of a bib. Why do you have to observe the month of Abib? Read. And keep the Passover. So when is the Passover at, St. James? The Passover is in the month of Abib. Isn't Passover that amazing? Is in late March and early April. It's identifying the time period that the month of Abib is. Abib falls in our late March and early April which is known as the springtime, St. James. And Christ is telling us in the month of a bib that falls within our March and early April, according to the calendar that the world follows now, which is the Gregorian calendar, that's late March and early April. And what did God tell the children of Israel through the prophet Moses? Read it again, please. Observe the month of a bib. Observe the month of a bib. Come on. And keep the Passover unto the Lord thy God. And keep the Passover unto the Lord Lord thy God. Read on. For in the month of Abib. In the month of Abib, which is our late March and early April. Come on. The Lord thy God brought thee forth out of Egypt by night. Again, so God is telling us to observe which means to watch carefully the month of a bit and do what? To keep the Passover. So again, let's go back to um, Exodus chapter 12. Okay. And let's read verse 1 and verse 2 again. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. This month shall be unto you what? The beginning of months. And what month is that? That's talking about the month of Abib. The same time when we came out of, of the deliverance from Egypt. The same time that's known as the Passover. That is the beginning of our months. Okay. Read on. It shall be the first month of the year to you. It shall be what? The first month of the year to you. It shall be the first month of the year to you. What month is that? That is the month of Abib, which is the same time that the Passover happened. We just read that in Exodus chapter 13, um, verses 3 and 4, that we have to remember this day that we came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And that that time that we came out is the month of Abib. When is the month of Abib? Late March and early April. 
And what did it say in Deuteronomy 16 and 1? To observe the month of Abib and keep the Passover. So it's telling you that the Passover is in the month of Abib, which is our late March and early Ain't that amazing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so some mysteries of the Bible. So what's all that telling us now, Mr. Powers? What's that mean? So we find out now that Jesus Christ was born and around the time period of the Passover, like you so beautifully explained in Luke, the second chapter. And now we find out the Passover, according to the word of God, is in the springtime, which it's is the beginning of the year. And then that's telling us that when Christ turned 12 to celebrate the feast of the Passover in Luke, the second chapter, the 40th verse, that that was actually in the springtime. Let's go back to Luke chapter 2, verse 40. Amazing. Again, no one else is going to be able to teach you this because the knowledge hasn't been given to them. The knowledge was given to Christ, was given from Christ, rather. To the gods and comforter, holy apostle chief our peace house docket, and he taught us this. And we are here to teach the world the truth according to the word of God. That again, December the twenty fifth, where do you see December twenty fifth You don't see here. You don't see that at all in Christ's birth. You don't you see December. You don't see December at all. Um it's giving you a time period, it's telling you mm-hmm. what it could place during that time period. And it's letting you know that when they went that year, that year, that particular year, because that year represented something special, when you turned 12 amongst the children of Israel, that they was going to go commemorate that special event that happens every year, which is the Passover, that when they turned, when Christ turned 12 that year, because his birthday comes around every year during the season of the Passover, which is late March and early April, springtime, that they went to go keep the feast of Passover. And it's showing you that Christ was actually born during that time period. So let's go back to uh-huh. the second chapter. Um, and let's go back to verse 40 and read uh, verse 42 again. 40 to 42, please. Yes, sir. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled again, with that wisdom. Child, that child, again, is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, being uh, going up from the infant all the way to the time that we're reading about, which is 12 years old. He was strong in the spirit of God the Father. Read on. Filled with wisdom. He had the wisdom of God the Father from the womb. God the Father was teaching Christ, and he grew up with the wisdom of God. Read on. And the grace of God was upon him. And everybody knew that this was a special child, and they knew that God was dealing with this child. Come on. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. So like we, like we read er- earlier, as it's a commandment from God, the children of Israel was to go every year to commemorate that great deliverance that happened with the children of Israel all the way back in the time of Moses. And God delivered the children of Israel out of the hand of the Egyptians by a mighty hand. Um, and they're there to celebrate and commemorate that time, which is the Feast of Passover, which is when? In the month of Abib. When is the month of Abib? Late March, early April, also known as springtime. Verse yes, 42, sir. please. And when he was 12 years old. And when, so that, again, we looked at that word when, and the when means at that time, or as soon as. So when Christ was 12 years old. Read on. To Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. They went up to Jerusalem to do what? To celebrate the feast of Passover after the custom of the feast, as they did every year. And the reason why yeah. I'm pointing out 12 is because, again, Significant about that 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 age twelve. Remember that that number twelve it has a heavy vibration um, within the nation of Israel and with God. Um, that number twelve represents the twelve tribes of the nation of Israel. There's a lot that goes into that number twelve. But at twelve years old, that's when you become a young man, and now you're ready to deal with God and keep His commandments and follow His commandments. You're no longer a young child. You're becoming a young man now. Okay, in the world, they call that um, a bar mitzvah, as the Holy God from Comforter talked beautifully, beautifully. But that's known in the proper way of pronouncing that is known as Ban Matazawaf. And Ban Matazawaf means son of the commandment. And for a female, is Banath Matazawaf, which means daughter of the commandment. That means you have reached the age where you're mature enough now to keep all the commandments of God as you was trained up to do, and keep those laws and keep those statutes 
and learn the God the way you're supposed to and keep his commandments. And now God will be holding you accountable if you do not keep those laws, if you do not keep those commandments. And this is why 12 years old was a, a main figure for Christ at this time. Uh, but the point is that we're showing you that when he turned 12, which is during the time period of Passover, which is in the month of Abib, which is late March and, and early April, is letting us know that that's the time period that he was actually born. St. James? Yes, sir. I think that's very well said. That's, that's pretty clear. So that means he couldn't have been born on December 25th. And if he was clearly born, it's Passover, the time of the Passover, or the Passover season. So like I said, you had to prove it. I would say you proved that pretty fairly, sir. So so then where does December 25th come from? Then what's so special about that? Oh, man, this this is known as the December 25th. Um, and we're just going to leave it with two more scriptures and then we're going to move into a little bit in a part two uh, next week. Uh, but we're going to leave you with knowing and showing you that that date actually predates the birth of Christ when he was manifested in the flesh, in the earth. Um, that date is known as the day of the heathen's idol worship. So in that day, if not all of the heathens, the majority of the heathens have their day of idol worship on December the 25th. What's known as our December the 25th of St. James is the day of the heathen's idol worship. And we're going to show you that in the scriptures now. Again, okay, no one yes, did. No one can show you this because they don't have the word of God. They don't have the truth. So let's go into the book of Maccabees. And we're going to leave them with this. And then we're going to go back and show them next week how far back. Because this tradition, this custom, goes as far back, St. James, to about a little bit, about 100 a little, a little more than a hundred years after the flood, Saint James. Can you believe that? Mm. You know no, how long it was. No, I, I don't. But I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time right now. I'm trying to find a Maccabees. I don't see Maccabees here. First Maccabees. First Maccabees, please. In the apocrypha. Oh, what's what's the apocrypha? No, I'll let you. I'll let you uh, tell the audience what the apocrypha is, please. Oh man. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. So this is um. And right, this is like as we have learned right from the Holy Gospel and Comfort Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Tazaki, right? The Apocrypha's fourteen books. They were taken out of the original King James Version of the Holy Bible. Right. So this is one hundred percent the Word of God. And one of the main ways that we know without a shadow of a doubt that it is the Word of God is that what we're gonna go and part of the history of what we're going into now in Maccabees is when the time period of Hanukkah was established and when exactly. Jesus Christ did that miracle, right? And and it, it is a miraculous, wonderful, high holy day. So please check in. You want more information about that? You know what to do. Email, websites, stay engaged. But because it's short on time, we know that Jesus Christ celebrated this high holy day. Oh, yeah. John, the 10th chapter. And that's how we know without a shadow of a doubt. Because remember, as Christians, we have to do what Jesus Christ does, did. All right, his actions on earth and going forward. We have to be righteous. So Jesus Christ celebrated a high holy day in December. And was it, Mr. Powers, the so-called Christmas? Let's find out. So tell, you tell me, where are we at, Ms. Maccabees? We're going to the first book of Maccabees. Um, like you went over his 14 books. Uh, that's part of the, the original Bible, as you went over so beautifully, St. James. Uh, we're going to go to the first book of Mac Maccabees, the first chapter, and we're going to go to the 59th verse. And we're actually going to show you, St. James, what's known as December the 25th in scriptures as something that was not <laughs> something that, that the children of Israel, the children of God, did not observe as Christ's birthday. Um, wow. And as you mentioned, the Maccabees is actually establishing another time period. That time period of the Maccabees is during the time of the Greeks, mm. okay, which is before the Romans. When Christ was born and manifested in the earth, um, in the flesh, that was the time of the Roman Empire. Right, okay. The Greeks was before the Roman Empire. So now we talk about hundreds of years before uh, Christ was actually born. 
before the yeah. empire took over. Yes, and I hope the audience is, is, is up on their history because I tell you, you can get lost in these dates and numbers real fast. So <laughs> I hope you got it on replay and you want to rewind if you missed any of that because it's been a lot. We talked about Gregorian, Roman calendars. We've been backwards and forwards. So, I mean, it, it is important to pay attention to history class, even though you know, some of the stuff, you know, we know according to what we got, it actually happened. So, yes, sir, exactly. you got this. Miss Powers. And, 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 and you know it actually happened because it goes right into the scriptures. Um First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 59. Let's read that, please. Yes, sir. Now, the five and twentieth day of the month. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I read it too wait. fast. I'm sorry. So I read it too no, fast. No, you slow that down, St. James. Slow that because it's actually pointing out a, a date now. Read it one more time, please. Right, so I'm, I'm rewinding. <laughs> now, the five and twentieth day of the month. Let's stop right there. Now, the five and twentieth day of the month. That What day is that? That's the 25th day of the month, St. James. Mm. Somebody says, that, well, it says 25 days. Oh, okay. Keep listening. Read it one more time, please. Now, the five and twentieth day of the month, they did sacrifice upon the idol altar, which was upon the altar of God. So now... A brief history here. What took place is that um, the Greeks um, wanted the children of Israel to come and worship their idols. So they came in and invaded our temple and started putting up their idols. And they wanted us to worship their idols on our altar. Mm. And that happened on the 25th day of the month. All right. They was putting up their idols to be sacrificed. Okay, and this is what brought forth um, the Maccabees, was known as the Hasmonean Dynasty, where the children of Israel revolted against um, um, and fought against the, the Greeks because of what they did to our temple. They desecrated our temple and killed our children and put our people in captivity. God actually put the spirit in a family known as the Maccabees, also known as the Hasmoneans, um, and they started a, a revolt against the Greeks, who was ruling at that time. So they went ahead and put their idol upon God's altar and they were trying to sacrifice their idols. The point is that it was done on what I'm sorry, Mr. Powers. Uh just just real uh real quick, sir, is uh just to make sure I'm keeping up, man, because sometimes sometimes I have trouble with some of the dates and making sure I'm I'm uh, I, I add it all together. I got five and twenty a day, right? Because that's five and twenty, that's twenty plus five. We know that's twenty fifth, like you said so beautifully. So now if I understand this correctly, that there was the people of God were established. They had a temple. They were keeping and following or doing what they were supposed to do. And the fact that they had a temple and there was an altar as described again in the word. Um, I had to change my change that real quick because they came in because they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. But on this day, they had a temple of God and now the Greeks, they came in, conquered the Israelites who were there, and then put, started doing their custom and their tradition on top of and over what the people of God had established, or God had established through the people of God. I think we lost you, Mr. Powers. There? I'm here now. Hello? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, Satan now. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, my God. Um, no, I thought it was, yeah, it's all good, sir. Are we still recording? I don't know. I think so. We're still talking. Is, yeah, recording is still in process. Let me see something. Yep, it's still recording. All right. Um, That's amazing. Look at that. That never happened before the Satan's family working. All right, so let's read. Um, let's pick it up from First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 59 again, please. Yes, sir. Now, the five and twentieth day of the month, they did sacrifice upon the idol altar. So now we're looking at the Greeks here on the fifth and twentieth day of the month. That is the twenty-fifth day of the month. What were they doing? They were sacrificing their idols upon the altar, and they did it upon the altar of God. So again, what they were trying to do is they were trying to um, 
have the children of Israel go up against God, defy God, and worship their idols. And this caused a big revolt against the children of Israel and the Greeks at that time, which was ruling. They was conquering different parts of the world. Um, and they was trying to force the children of Israel, uh, St. James, uh, to worship their idols. The, mm. point is, the point is that the scriptures is pointing out the day that they were doing this, which is on the 5th and 20th day of the month. That is the 25th day of the month. St. James, anything you want to bring? Anything you want to tell us on that? Yeah, so just to make sure I'm clear, so there's, so there's something special about this 25th day, and it has nothing to do with Jesus Christ, but it has everything to do with, I don't even know, he says it right there, yeah, the idol altar. So it has to do with idolatry? Yes, the sacrificing of idols, which is false gods. Uh, St. James, and it wow. happened on this month. So, so let me get this straight. So you've already gone in and you've shown clearly that our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ, is born in the springtime. Correct. 100%, right? And so now, you know, nothing happens by coincidence. Right? That's, That's right. Quinky dink. So now you need <laughs> to tell me there's something special on that about the, the 25th day in particular? Yes, there is. Now, somebody has, might say, I'm sorry, go ahead, St. James. No, I was just saying, and it has to do with idolatry? Idolatry, the worshiping of idols, which are false mm. gods, on this day. And we're only going back to the Greeks. To, I mean, we can go back further than this. Um, I, um, I, I know you can, sir. I know you we, can. But, but for, for part one, we're just going to leave them with this. We're going to go back to the Greeks and show them that they was doing this. The Persians was doing this. The Egyptians was doing this. All the way back to the Babylonians in the time of the summer and, and the Sumerians, they was all doing this in Mesopotamia. They was all worshiping on this day. And there's an origin to this, to this day. It's, mm. That's known as the Day of Idol Worship. We'll wow. Next week. So now, the question might that somebody might say in their mind, but it doesn't say December 25th. It just says the 25th day. Right. No problem. Let's flip over to First Maccabees. Oh, chapter four. Wait a minute. So, so not only is the twenty fifth day. So it's not like every twenty fifth day. It's a specific. It's a specific month and day. That's right. When you read oh, verse fifty nine, it says, "St. James." When you read verse fifty nine, says, "Now the fifth and twentieth day of the month, they did sacrifice upon the idol altar." Right. So that's a particular month that they did Oh, that. wow. Yeah, so what month is that? Damn. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's go to First Maccabees chapter 4 and verse 52. No, I, I'm I'm saying that like a, as a, as what most people, but I mean, it's genuine though, because like it's still crazy. Like the, these things are actually in the word of God, the mysteries of the Bible. So. Mm. That's right. Ain't nobody, wow. can, ain't nobody could break this down. Better than the Holy Ghost and Comfort, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest, and he's our teacher of St. James. You know, that's 100%, sir, because let me tell you, you start talking about these dates and going back and forth and all that, there's no way you can try to you can try to teach that clearly or with any type of vibrance. Now, you know how many people talk about dates, and, and then it'll just be monotone and 100 A.D., then 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 and 200 <laughs> A.D., and then 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 and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. We're going in the Word of God, and He's showing you exactly what it is that was taking place. Mm. Remember, yes, we're sir. in the Greek, we're in the Greek Empire, St. James, and this is before Christ's birth. Okay, remember wow. the Greeks were before the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire came in after the Greeks, and oh, it's telling so. you, yep, St. James, and it's telling you there that on the twenty-fifth day of a particular month, they were sacrificing. Idols on the altar. What is an idol? An idol is a false god. So, so this was already a tradition or a custom that they were doing bef even before Jesus Christ Himself was born on the earth. Hundreds of years before Christ was born on the earth. Actually, wow. in this time period, hundreds of years. Mm. The origin of that tradition goes back thousands of years. It actually goes back to the beginning. Of our time and when I say our time in the beginning of this earth because when you know the scriptures you know that there was an earth that was established before this earth that God destroyed 
um, because of wickedness and bring forth a flood of mm-hmm. King James. And the ones that survived the flood was Noah and his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And they repopulated the earth. So a few hundred years, uh, not a few hundred years, but a little bit after that time when they started repopulating the earth, which is our time now, the beginning of our time, the beginning of this world, um, uh, a little over a hundred years after that, this tradition happened again. This tradition started. And we're going to talk about that next week. But let's show you, St. James, that on the 25th day of a particular month, during the time of the Greeks, in the book of Maccabees, they sacrificed to their false god. Now we have to find out what month is that. First Maccabees chapter 4, verses 52, please. Now, on the five and twentieth day of the ninth month. Of the what? The ninth month. The ninth month. So now it's giving us time period. Again, this mm. ninth month is the ninth month according to the Hebrew calendar, St. James. So not, not the Julian calendar, not the Gregorian uh, calendar. Uh, wait, wait, maybe that's where Joel's Witness got the September from then. <laughs> hey, I don't know. <laughs> That's pure speculation on my part. Exactly. <laughs> <It's funny>. um, <laughs> yeah, you don't know. I don't oh, know where they pulled that. They pulled that out of a rabbit or out of a hat. I don't know where they got the, that from. The same place I pulled that last statement out of. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. No, no, no. I, I, mean, digress, I mean, it, it, It's comical when you know the word of God because, like, how do you stand here teaching millions of people? Right. And, and they do have no foundation to what it is that you're teaching. No, no biblical foundation whatsoever. Um, let's read verse 52 again, please. Now, on the five and twentieth day of the ninth month. The ninth month. So now we have the 25th day here, which is the mm-hmm. same day that we read about that the heathens were sacrificing their idols on the altar, their false gods on the altar. Now we're reading about that same 25th day, but now the scripture is telling us the time period of that 25th day in which they sacrifice their false gods in. Read verse 52 one more time, please. Yes, sir. Now, on the five and twentieth day of the ninth month, which is called the month Caslu. Which is called the month of Caslu. Now, any anybody that has any common sense will look up the month Caslu, okay? And they'll be able to get a definition. Okay, sometimes okay. It, it, sometimes it spells C A S L E U, um, and some people spell it um, K I S L I V Kesliv because they don't know Hebrew. <laughs> but um, Kaslu is the same as Kesliv for those who um, think they know words. Kaslu is the same as Kesliv. So Kaslu is the ninth month of the Hebrew calendar. Okay, now if you look up Kaslu. Of St. James. We already established that it's the 25th day. If you okay. look at Castle, it tells you late November into December. Hmm. So, so, that seems, so, so that same type of range that we have for a bib, or like from exactly. late March into April, then Castle would be like November to December. To December. So now, okay. it's showing you here December the 25th. Right here. Mm. Now, let, let's not, you know, people be like, well, that's speculation. Okay. Remember, I said that this is based upon the Hebrew calendar. Right. So, not according to the Julian slash Gregorian calendar, which January is considered the first of the month. Uh, God clearly told us in the book of Exodus, as we read, that a bib is going to be the beginning of months. So, now, mm. which is our late March and early April. So, St. James, I want you to do a favor. Okay. I want you to do me a favor. Um, All right. Um, we're going to start um, the Hebrew calendar, and when I name the month, I want you to count to one, because in verse 52, it says here, the ninth month, which is called okay. the month of Castle. And let's right. see what month we get according to our time period. Remember, a bit for us is late March and early April, which is the beginning of our months. Okay. James. Right. So let's start with April. And All let's right. See let's what, do it. We wind up. Okay. April. 
May. Two. June. Three. July. Four. August. Five. September. Six. October. Seven. November. Eight. December. Nine. Wow. Look at that. Mm. December is considered the ninth month mm. of the Hebrew calendar, also known as the month of Kaslu. Wow. So now, go back to first Maccabees. Okay. We already established that the 25th day is in the month of Kaslu. We just established that the ninth month, according to the Hebrew calendar, falls in December. Let's read first Maccabees chapter 1. Okay. Verse 59, one more time. And let's see what was going on on that ninth month of Kaslu, which in the Hebrew calendar, or in the Gregorian calendar, rather, is known as the month of December. But in the Hebrew calendar, it's known as the ninth month, which is Kaslu. Read verse 59, please. First Maccabees, the first chapter. Now the five and twentieth day of the month. Now the five and twentieth day of the month, which is the twenty-fifth day, which we established is the ninth month of the Hebrew calendar, which is December, according to the Gregorian calendar. Read on. They did sacrifice. They did what? What were they doing? Sacrifice. Come on. Upon the idol altar, which was upon the altar of God. So what were the Greeks doing on that day? Worshipping their idols and sacrificing their idols, which is their false gods, on the 25th day of Castle, which is known as December the 25th in the Gregorian calendar, right mm. there in the scriptures. December the 25th, known as the day of idol worship. Mysteries of the Bible. Peace. And St. James, for everybody that's listening, and we just took you back to the Greeks. This was being done way before this. We show you that this was being done way before Christ was manifested in the earth. We show you that according to the book of Luke, the second chapter, that Christ was actually born in the springtime, which is the time of Passover. We show you in the scriptures that the heathens were sacrificing their God, their idols, on the 25th day of Castle, which is the ninth month of the Hebrew calendar, which is the December the 25th, according to the calendar that's being followed and observed today. Wow. How can you be worshiping on this day and claim, St. James, that this day is the birth of Jesus Christ when the scriptures is clearly showing you that this day has nothing to do with God and everything to do with Satan. I think that's a that's a that's a it's a very important point, Mr. Powers. But what about those people who do the say they're not worshiping? They just giving gifts. They just exchanging gifts. They're spending time with family. Like is it is that okay? No. Because again, as we're gonna show you next week, those giving mm. gifts, those setting up of those trees all that tradition and customs originate from somewhere. And as oh. we show you here, yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I it get it now. I it get originates. it Because if you go from the Greeks and move on to Romans, the Romans established, the Romans, the Roman Empire established what's known as December the 25th as their day of, the, of worship of the sun, the actual physical sun. Okay, they also call that Saturnalia. Mm. Saturnalia in the worship of the god of Saturn on the 25th day. And there was festivities and a whole bunch of lustfulness and drinking and all type of man is going on in that time period. Oh, so uh, so let me so all right, so check this out, right? I'm gonna make sure I'm, I'm gonna make sure I'm I'm keeping up with you and I'm I'm on I'm on the same page. If right, so you mean to tell me all right, we already showed clearly Jesus Christ born in the springtime. That's right. We already showed that December 25th is a day in which the heathen were celebrating or were doing idol worship, were sacrificing unto the idol altar, right? We got That's that right. down. So now you mean to tell me 
There's other things in the Bible, according to the word of God, that are going to show where the Christmas tree comes from. The Christmas tree, yep. The giving of gifts um, mm-hmm. is going to show you why the, the Greeks was worshiping on that day. Why the Romans was actually worshiping on that day. Why mm-hmm. the Persians and the Medes is also worshiping on that day. Why the Egyptians also worshiping that day. It all stems, it originates for a certain time period going all the way back to a little bit after the flood. And even that, like, come on, you can't even tell me there's something wrong with the little, with like the red hat with the little fuzzy ball and all that. <laughs> That's gotta be cool, right? Yeah, Father Christmas and all that. I mean, there's so many, like I mentioned, so many components. Oh, man. So many of that, I don't, like you mentioned, it's, it's too much to go over in, in, in a in a, in a two-hour class. I mean, when you look at um, uh, uh, Father, what they call Father Christmas or, or St. Nick, um, uh, Chris Kringle, all, all that originates from somewhere. A Saint Nick actually a saint, an Israelite, um, that lived um uh, uh centuries, a few centuries after um Christ. And he was actually a, a a bishop within the order of the children of Israel, within the order and the priesthood, and he would be, go out and give gifts to the poor. But that got uh, merged into what's known as so there's a lot of components that was added. Um wow. the started adding a lot of things, uh, the Germanic tribes started adding certain things because they also worshiped during the time of the winter solstice which is that that time period in december where um it's considered the shortest day of the year and they call mm-hmm. that the, the, the rebirth of the sun so they dedicate they dedicated the december the 25th as the day of the rebirth of the sun the actual physical sun so they call that invictus solstice, which is the you know all worshiping of the sun sun worship which again goes all the way back to that time period that we're talking about in Mesopotamia that it originated from. But all those components was added later on. Especially wow. amongst, I'm sorry, let me just finish the statement because mm-hmm. especially amongst um, um, the children of Satan, because Satan has children. And they came back as taught to us by the Holy God and Comforter um, that if you want to worship Satan right, you got to do it this way. So they said adding mm. more components. <laughs> Mason, <laughs> no, no tradition got missed, right? So many. Um, uh, I mean, that's why we made that statement so boldly that this is the most, this is the worst so-called holiday to be observed and worshipped amongst mankind. It is mm. cultic, paganistic, is rooted in paganism, it is rooted in the occult, and is rooted in Satanism. Mm. December 25th. What became known as Christmas. That word Christmas wasn't even added until the fifth century. So it really is diabolical. Wow. Big time. And like I mentioned, the Germanic tribes also have um, what they call Yuletude, or Yuletude, which uh, some people might have heard of that, which is the Yule Log. Um, the Yule Log and, and Yuletude is also that time period um, where they, they worshiping and being merry and drinking and partying and, and having orgies, all type of man is going on um, in a 12-day period in December, leading up around the time period of December 25th. That's where they get that those 12 days of Christmas from. All these these hedonistic mm. occultic practices added to December that was known as December the 25th. Nothing to do with Jesus Christ and James, and everything to do with Satan. How do you claim to be a pastor, a teacher, a priest? A pope, and you celebrating this day, and you saying that this day represents Jesus Christ. You gotta be kidding me, Saint James. Mm. We can, can we even make it more general? How can you claim to be a Christian? How can you claim to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, and you are celebrating and following a day that has, as so beautifully proven, Mister Powers, and as part of our, did you know that, right? Did you know yep. that Jesus Christ was not born on December the 25th? Check. Prove that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Jesus Christ has nothing to do with Christmas or Christmas has nothing to do with Jesus Christ? And these are the, what we're talking about briefly right now. We're going to leave it for next week. Right, Mr. Powers? That's right. So with that, mm-hmm. um, this ends this, seg- this segment, excuse me, of Mysteries of the Bible. Stay in tune for part two. Of the Christmas special, when we go back to the origin of this wicked, occultic, paganistic, diabolical 
day known as December 25th, which is now called in our time as Christmas, but is also known as the day of the heathens' idol worship. And with that, we say to the audience, thank you for listening, and tune us next week for Mrs. Bible. The wisdom of God in the mystery. I want you to understand, it's a mystery. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God.